0: Coming up on this Monday, we're talking USAC at the Western World, late models in Georgia and Vegas, other weekend winners, and more. Today is Monday, November 15th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Both the USAC National Sprint Cars and Midgets were at Arizona Speedway over the weekend for the Western World. This was one of the final weekends of racing ever at Arizona Speedway as the track is being forced to shut down by the Arizona State Land Department because of noise and future development plans for the area. The track was originally scheduled to close in April, if you might remember, but was given an extension by the state and allowed to complete their season. This was also the final two race nights of 2021 for the Sprint Car Series. We talked on Friday's show about the points battle entering the weekend between Brady Bacon and Kevin Thomas Jr. Bacon had a 52-point advantage entering the weekend, and KTJ probably needed the 69 team to have issues to really have a shot, but unfortunately for them, it never came to that. On Friday night, Logan Seavey dominated much of the 30-lap feature while Bacon and KTJ battled each other inside the top five. Late in the going, though, any hope KTJ had for running down Bacon came to an end when the lap car of Jake Helsel spun in front of him and the nine car had nowhere to go. Thomas returned to the track after a stop in the work area, but only managed to drive back to 13th by the end of the race. Out front, Bacon got the bottom rolling in the closing laps and was able to work past leader CV with five laps remaining. He then held off a massive slider attempt from CV, coming to the checkered to bag the win. Seavey ended up second, Tanner Thorson was third, C.J. Leary fourth, and Charles Davis Jr. finished fifth. The win for Bacon, along with the tough night for Thomas, secured the 2021 USAC National Sprint Car Championship for the Macho Man, with Saturday's racing still left to go. In the season finale on Saturday night, Logan Seavey made sure he wouldn't lose the win like he did the night before. He started on the front row, quickly cleared pole sitter Austin Williams on the opening circuit, and then led every lap and route to the victory. He stretched away to a massive lead at the finish, earning his fourth series win of the season in the Baldwin Five. C.J. Leary finished second after really only making one serious bid for the lead. Jake Swanson was third, Thomas Meserol fourth, and Brady Bacon hard-charged from 15th to finish fifth. For Bacon, the 2021 title was the fourth of his career and second in a row. He ended the season with five wins 36 top fives and 41 top tens in 43 starts his only finishes outside the top 10 were a 12th at path valley in april and a 22nd at lincoln park in july bacon also ended the season on a streak of 18 straight top 10 finishes and that insane consistency has really been the name of the game for bacon these past two seasons yes he does have the second most wins of any driver back through last year but he's just rarely stumbled. In his past 70 USAC National Sprint Car starts, he's finished in the top 10 in 65 of them. His average feature finish in 2021 was an incredible 4.25. That's nearly the best out of any of the major series I track with the DirtTracker.com analytics database. Cody Swanson uh, with the USAC Silver Crown was the only one with a better average finish this season that ended up champion. And you might think with an average finish that high that Bacon was starting up front most of the time, and that's just not necessarily true. Leary, Justin Grant, and KTJ all had better average feature start positions than Bacon. But when the green flag flew, Bacon was on the move a lot. He led the series in hard charger awards with seven. He had 32 races with a positive plus minus and had the best feature plus minus of any driver by far at plus 132. So congrats to Bacon and his Hoffman team on the championship and topping a stout group of competitors that featured a resurgent KTJ, Grant with seven wins, and Thorson who was strong in his first full campaign. In the midget ranks, the championship battle is far from over with Chris Windham and Buddy Kofoy trading blows over the two nights. On Friday, even though he's not known for his midget exploits, Corey Eliason looked good in one of the Rudine midgets. He led 23 of the 30 laps, but made a mistake late that let Justin Grant slip by for the win. It was Grant's second midget win of the season. Kofoid made some late moves to get into second, which allowed him to pull even with Wyndham for the championship lead following the night. Kevin Thomas Jr., Eliason, and Thorson completed the top five. Wyndham ended up sixth after starting fourth. On Saturday night, though, Wyndham came roaring right back at Kofoid. He started second, fended off a mid-race challenge from Zach Dom, and led every lap to take the victory. Cannon McIntosh finished second, Tmez was third, Tanner Carrick fourth, and Kofoid drove up from 11th to finish fifth. Dom ended up 21st and out of the race after his motor let go with 10 laps remaining. It was definitely a shame because I think Dom was probably the only one in the field on Saturday night that had anything for Wyndham. With still seven race nights left, Wyndham has pushed the points lead back to 13 over Kofoid. Headed to California now, though, starting with Bakersfield tomorrow night, things might be looking good here for Buddy. These tracks are where he grew up, and he closed out the 2020 season with a win at Bakersfield and a second-place finish at Merced. This fight feels like it's going all the way to the end. In something not so great from the midget weekend, Dazen Persley was involved in a heat race crash on Saturday night that left him in the hospital. He went for a wild ride and landed hard, but was awake and alert when he was taken from the car. Since then, we've learned that he has a spinal cord injury, and last night he underwent surgery to fuse several of his vertebrae. We're all certainly hoping for the best for Dazen going forward. He'd been having a really great season today with two wins and 25 top tens in 32 starts. We'll keep you posted as we know more about Dazen's recovery. If you're a late model fan, you probably had one eye on Vegas this weekend and one eye on Georgia. There were dueling 50,000 to win races this week between the dirt track at Las Vegas and Sonoya Raceway. At Sonoya, a very stout field of 63 cars was on hand for the inaugural Peach State Classic. On Friday night, Kyle Bronson started second and ended up leading all 25 laps to score the opening night $10,000 win. Chris Madden, Mike Marler, Spencer Hughes, and Ashton Winger completed the top five. The field also included guys like Ross Bales, Ricky Weiss, Max Blair, and Dennis Erb Jr. On Saturday night for the big show, Bronson was scheduled to start fourth, but had trouble during the pace laps and ended up out of the race. Certainly a crappy way to end the weekend for the Florida driver. Out front, Ashton Winger led the opening laps before Mike Marler took over from the sixth starting position. Marler was seeking yet another $50,000 win this season to add to his late model Knoxville Nationals victory. It wasn't to be, though as Chris Madden grabbed the top spot from the 157 on lap 32 and never looked back, eventually winning by nearly two seconds. The winner's check was officially $52,052, which ended up being the richest payday for Madden in his career. That's actually kind of surprising to me with all the wins that Madden has. Marler finished second, winger third, Tyler Erb was fourth, and Ryan Gustin was fifth. If you're a late model fan in the south keep an eye on lancaster and cherokee this weekend the extreme dirt car series season gets underway saturday for the palmetto state 50 with the blue gray 100 on tap for sunday having won the two previous series championships i'd assume chris madden will be looking to defend there out in vegas for the duel in the desert it looked like we might end up with a jonathan davenport sweep of the weekend He led all 40 laps on Friday night to take down the $25,000 prelim night win over Brandon Overton, Tim McCready, Bobby Pierce, and Josh Richards. And then Saturday in the 77-lap finale that paid $50,000 to the winner, Davenport took the lead on lap two and was out front until disaster struck on lap 55. He jumped the cushion in turn three and ended up out of the race after contact with Ricky Thornton Jr. His car had shown smoke before the incident. On the ensuing restart, Bobby Pierce slipped by Thornton, and it was all smooth operator from there. For the win, Pierce nabbed 50 grand plus an additional 50 grand from Carl Chevrolet to make it a nice hundred thousand dollar night. Richards finished second. RTJ was third. Billy Moyer fourth, and Johnny Scott completed the top five. Richards was in attendance, driving a second car for Boom Briggs, not his usual Boyer Racing 14. In other weekend late model action, Clay Fisher and Logan Martin took down Comp Cams Super Dirt wins at Greenville, with Martin claiming the 2021 series title. Short Track Super Series Cajun Swing is complete, and Ryan Godown was a winner twice over the week. Eric Rudolph found victory lane, and Stuart Friesen and Matt Shepard split wins at Super B over the weekend. In other weekend open wheel racing, Brent Marks capped his season with a 410 Sprint Car win at BAPS Motor Speedway, topping Danny Dietrich and Logan Schuhart. Carson Macedo was a 360 winner at Tulare driving the Tarleton 21, and Mark Smith and Matt Howard picked up USCS victories in Florida. Before we close out today, we're still waiting on several big schedules to be released for next season, including the All-Star Circuit of Champions, but we do know they will kick off their 2022 season at Sonoya Raceway in Georgia on February 4th and 5th. That was mentioned over the weekend on the Flow Racing broadcast. The All-Stars will hit Sonoya before they head south for their portion of Dirt Car Nationals at Volusia on February 8th and 9th. We should get the full All-Star schedule in the coming weeks. There are three shows on the streaming schedule today. Dirt Vision has the opening round of the iRacing World of Outlaws World Championship from Volusia. There's Flow Racing 24-7, and Speed Sport has sprint cars and midgets from Kern County. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.